As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome back to another episode of your next favorite movie. I'm your host, Josh G. Today, I am joined by Debbie Jenkins. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, the name of my podcast is Trivia Rewind, and it's a TV and movie trivia podcast that I do each week. So it's questions and fun facts. It's a lot of fun. I agree. I listened to the horror movie trivia because I'm a big horror guy. And that, that, oh, was, cool. that was a fun little episode. Yes. Good. Glad you listened. Thanks. So today we're going to go back eh, just a few years to 2016. We're going to be talking about the movie Lion. Let's uh, start with where you're from. Calcutta. Which part? I'm adopted. I'm not really Indian. <laughs> I'm starting to remember. So a beautiful boy. You're very proud of yourself. A life I'd forgotten. Are you okay? I had another family. A mother. A brother. I can still see their faces. What happened? I have to find my way back home. How long were you on the train? A couple of days. A couple of days. take a lifetime to search all the stations in India. Do you have any idea what it's like? How every day my real brother screams my name. I always thought that I could keep this family together. I need you, Saru. What if you do find home and they're not even there? And you just keep searching? I don't have a choice. What was she like? Beautiful. Every night I imagine that I'm walking those streets home and I know every single step of the way. And I whisper in her ear. I'm here. Yeah, have you seen that movie? I watched it this week to get ready because <laughs> I yeah, had that's a, yeah. If you like horror movies, you may not like that one because <laughs> it's quite the opposite end of the spectrum. Absolutely, but it, it's definitely. I didn't realize going in that it was based on a true story. Yeah, that was kind of cool, and it's definitely a nice, uplifting story. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that it's a true story if you really think about it. So it it, re- it really is. 
so when did you first see this movie? Did you see it when it came out? Or Yeah, my husband and I saw it at the theater in 2016. A few years prior to that, we adopted our son from Ethiopia. So the movie is kind of, you know, it has that adoption theme to it. So we were, you know, we were really interested in seeing it, but had no idea like the effect it would have on us when the movie was over and we got to the car and we were both crying. Even my husband, I was like, wow, if my husband's in the car crying, then this movie really touched him. So it's just a great movie. Uh, no kidding. You, yeah, you you definitely have a personal connection that I, I do not have to this movie. So I will give you that. Yeah, I think the personal connection really, you know, makes it so like more special for me. But I mean, it was nominated for six Oscars. And so I'm thinking, you know, a lot of people, I don't know, like, what part of the movie it's like best picture and the act there was like best actor best actress it didn't win any of the oscars but i know in australia it won like every award it was nominated for there because it's an it's an australian film so i'm sure over there you know they were more proud of it maybe than here i don't know (laughs) no but uh yeah this movie has dev patel yes um, nicole kidman and then that cute that cute little boy sunny pawar Okay, good. I'm glad you had his name. I did not have yeah. his name. I think that was his first time to ever be in anything. Okay, and he played young Saru? Yes, he did. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, he was good then. He did oh, good yeah. Job. Yeah, he did a great job. Like, honestly, I thought Deb Patel was going to be in it sooner than he was. I didn't realize how much was going to lead up to where he became older. Yeah, Not a bad much- thing. I just was surprised by it because I knew he was the cover for the poster. Yeah, it seems like half of the movie, it seems like, took place with the young Saru, and then the second half of the movie was the older Saru. And so, you know, it takes a while to get you to the point halfway through. But, I mean, there's a lot that goes on in that movie. Oh, absolutely. And for so just for anyone that hasn't seen it, why don't you give a brief synopsis of what this film is about? We'll see if I can do it briefly. But basically, it it takes place in India, and there's a five-year-old little boy named Saru, And he has an older brother who goes to the train station each night and tries to steal coal from freight trains and he trades it for milk and food. They live with their mother. Um, So one night, Saru insists on going with his brother to the train station. And when they arrive, Saru is tired and doesn't go on any further with his brother and his brother tells him to wait there. And so Saru lays down on a bench and later he gets up, looks for his brother and can't find him. So he goes into an empty train car looking for him and then he falls asleep. Well, when Saru wakes up, the train is moving and he realizes that he's all alone on the train, unable to get off. And he rides for thousands of miles across India and arrives in Calcutta. He's finally able to get off the train He calls out for his mother and brother, not realizing that he's so far away from home. And unfortunately, in Calcutta, they speak a different language than him. So nobody understands him when he asks for help. So he has to learn to survive alone on the streets of Calcutta. Eventually, a woman who speaks Hindi finds him, talks to him and takes him back to her apartment, feeds him, cleans him up. And then it kind of looks like the intentions are that she's going to give him to a man she knows who it looks like they're probably going to do, you know, some child trafficking. Well, Saru catches on and he escapes her home. He runs far away. And once again, he's living on the streets and all the squalor. Well, eventually a man helps him and takes him to the local authorities where they send him to an orphanage. At the orphanage, they post a notice in all the newspapers, you know, hoping to find his family and nobody responds. And Saru reminds them that he lives far away 
and asks, you know, did you really look for my mom? And they claim that they did, even though I kind of got the picture, they probably didn't. And so then he's adopted by a couple that lives in Tasmania. And that's where Nicole Kidman's character comes in. So Saru goes to Tasmania, has a great childhood with his adoptive parents, you know, no problems, grows up great. And then the movie skips ahead about 20 years. And then we see Saru as an adult. He's in college. And one night he attends a party at some Indian classmates home where he sees some food that all of a sudden flashes his memory back to his childhood. And that sets him in motion to find his lost family in India. And some of his friends suggest using Google Earth, which that is like so cool to think about back in, you know, back at the time. I don't know how popular Google Earth was, but he uses Google Earth to search for his hometown by tracing the train lines. Well, it takes a few years, you know, ups and downs. And one day, I mean, I don't know just how he did it. He found something that looked familiar on Google Earth and he is able to discover his hometown and he realizes all along that the, the name of the city he said he was from, he was saying it wrong. So, you know, that's why people probably didn't know how to get him help back to his parents. And so I don't know if, if you care if I give spoilers here, but he returned. He after finding the town, he travels to India. He walks the streets, you know, back to his house and a neighbor helps him find his mom. And it was a very emotional reunion. She had been waiting there all those years, hoping he would come home. And I mean, that's when the tears start falling is when that part happens in the movie. And sadly, he finds out that his brother died the night that they were separated at the train station. Mm -hmm. And all the while, his adoptive parents were very supportive of his desire you know, to reunite with his mother. And at the end of the movie, they show real video footage of the reunion. And his adoptive mother even goes back with him and meets his birth mother. And I mean, it's just great to see how it all worked out in the end. And then, you know, the way they get the name Lion for the movie is Saru learns that all these years he had been mispronouncing his own name, which was actually Sheru, S-H-E-R-U, which means lion. So that's where they get the title of the movie. So... That's kind of a quick synopsis of the movies. <laughs> yeah, that is the movie. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool at the end because I didn't, I didn't look up what Saru meant. Yeah, there, but then it showed that it had his name wrong and that that's it's meant lion. So I was like, okay, so that's where the title. But then you think from. about the fact that he was just a five-year-old little boy. Yeah. It's like you know, do five-year-olds know the exact name of their town? And you know, are they pronouncing their name right? I mean, he probably wasn't even in school yet. Right. No, it does. It kind of uh, actually made me think with mom kids, the importance of knowing your mom's name. Like, yes, tell people was mom. You know, that's exactly. They're like, what's your mom's name? And he's like, mom. I mean, well, when you're in India with millions of people, there's a lot of people named mom. Right. So exactly. Yeah. And he was like, you say, getting the name wrong. He didn't know. It. He knew his brother's name. But yes, yes. So with this movie being a true story, it had it wraps itself up nicely. So I don't think there's really any need for a sequel on this movie. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. And the only thing I was thinking is, wouldn't it be great if they did a sequel and showed how Saru could use this experience to help the street children of India? Um, I know there was a lot of 
mm, some controversy after the movie where people thought it was wrapped up too nicely and everyone had, you know, leaves the theater crying, but nothing is done about the topic of all those children that don't get adopted who live on the streets in squalor. And I mean, they could maybe do a sequel and show how he used that experience of his childhood trauma and turned it into something positive. I mean, I don't know if that would be something at the theater people would like, but it would be interesting to, you know, to see a take on that. Yeah, that would be something they could do with it. So did you have anyone that you would like, I wouldn't recast the whole movie, but anybody that you're like, ah, this person could have been played by someone different or did you pretty much like everyone in this movie? No, I think that everyone did so well. I can't imagine replacing anybody. And the fact that a couple of them were even nominated for Oscars. I mean, it's like, I don't know who could do a better job than the people that were already in it. Okay. So now I think you wrapped this one up pretty quick. I yeah, I, I would just say it was really a great movie. And I don't know, you know, my personal experience with adoption. And, you know, my son was found abandoned on the street when he was less than a year old. And so all the things run through my mind as I'm watching it, like, you know, where is his birth mother? Did she mean for him to be adopted? And so watching this movie is like all of the parallels to, to my story I think that really made the movie even closer for someone like me. Yeah, I, I agree. When hearing your story, I can understand why you wanted to talk about this one. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I have lots of favorite movies in different genres, but this one really is just one that reaches to the heart. And every time I watch it, I cry at the end. And yeah, I like, think, <laughs> I can see that. I can yeah. See that. Like the closest I've been to adoption, I know I had a cousin who adopted a little girl from Russia. But yeah, I, similar like, type of thing. I mean, a lot of kids in Russia living in orphanages that may never leave. So so that's the closest I had. I was telling someone about this movie last night and just me describing it. And I did very brief. They were like, oh, that actually sounds pretty interesting because they'd never heard of it. I yeah, it is, it is really interesting. And especially like the whole technology thing of Google Earth. Like who would have thought, you know, that Google Earth could do solve this? Right. Yeah, I know. It's amazing the journey he goes on. He's able to do this from these memories of when he's five years old. Like, I was yeah. pretty amazed by that. Because, I mean, at this point, he gets back to his... Where's he Where's he at exactly? Do you remember the name? Like, at the uh, his childhood home? Right. I childhood. don't remember the name of that town. Oh, well, Ganestale? Well, see, I think that's what he was calling it. He was calling... Think... Oh, it's Ganeshtali, I think. Ganeshtali. Okay. Something he... like that was the actual name. He gets back and he doesn't remember his own language because it's been so long. Yeah, and that's really sad because he had to have a translator to talk with his mother. I mean, imagine, and his sister that he hadn't seen. I mean, she was a baby when he left and she was all, you know, probably an adult now, it looked like. So, yeah, well, like you said, 20 plus years. This, yeah. It looked like the story took place in 2010. So I don't know how big Google Earth was at that point. Yeah, that's what I was trying. I should have looked that up, but it must have been pretty new. I feel like the way that they brought it up in the movie and, you know, like the fact that Saru didn't really seem to think about that and one of his friends brought it up. Right. Yeah, I think it was pretty new. I think, I do think it was new because I think that's why they put a lot of it in there in that second half. Yeah, yeah. And I know that the the guy, you know, who it's based on, he has a book out about his story. So that's something I need to definitely look into. I'd love to read his book about his experience. I know that's how, what they based the movie off of was his book. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'd be curious to know. I don't know that that would be a book I would read and really hold my attention. 
Yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not a big reader of things. I like seeing things on the screen. So, um, you know, that's why I like movies and TV. So, I mean, I, I, I like both. I, I do read. There's some stuff, though, that when I watch, like, like a movie like Forrest Gump, I watch that yeah. movie and I'm like, I cannot read this. Without, <laughs> without Tom Hanks, I'm, I'm not sold. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like Lord of the Rings. My husband read those books. So I'm like, that is like the longest book ever. And I just can't imagine reading that. It would take weeks and weeks and all of the, I don't know. I can't even watch it. So I, I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely am not going to read yeah. it. Yeah. A lot yeah. of walking. Oh, yeah. I remember a lot of walking. Three hours of walking. All right. I think we're going to cut this one short today. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online? Yep. Um, well, you can find my podcast about anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at TriviaRewind.com. All right. Nice. And you can always find the show at YNF Movie Pod. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Podcast on all available platforms. Rate, review, tell your friends. Come back next week. I'll have a different guest and we'll be talking about a different movie. And who knows, it may become your next favorite movie. You guys take care. I'll talk to you later.